Welcome to another episode of the Best Capes You Can Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray, uh, also known as the guy about nothing. I am not alone. Uh, with my brethren, Spilo My Just and Prince Dwayze. What's happening, Jess? Yeah, yeah, Yo, yeah. What's yeah, up? Yeah. What's up? What's we up? We're in the building. Almost didn't I'm make tired. it, but I'm here. I'm tired, though. Nah, shout out, dude. Shout out for pulling through, guys. I had Dwayne's to. I has had been to. through the most. Hey, he's still bro. standing. He's still standing. I have to come through for the boys, you know what I'm saying? So we here. Yeah. We here. Um, we ready I want to get part. right into this one, guys. Uh, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I didn't care. Hug. just kind of feels like, you know what? It's like, yeah, Let's whatever. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, right. Today, today we're talking. Today we're talking big business. We're talking Rowling's album Eleven Eleven. It's the official debut yep. album. It's been out for, well, I suppose, about a month now. Um, so I'm sure we've had time to, you know, live with it, sit with it, vibe to it. Um, and so, yeah, man, I just want to know from you guys, what are your general thoughts first before we dive deeper into it? Well, yeah, for me, um, Rolene, like I've just always heard Rolene like on features, on things like that. So for me, this is actually like the perfect look into like the type of artist that she is, what she's about, you know. So I guess from that, I definitely got like a clear picture of the type of person um, she is from a musical perspective. And yeah, now nah, it was a decent project. I think it was solid. Um, yeah. So that's that, those are my thoughts towards it. Yeah. Um Rolene's project so my first take would be like as an album like I don't know if it was an album to me you know I don't know if it was an album like what I expected from her but if I would just take it as a project just no titles or labels I really enjoyed it as what it was you know I think it was it was more of her experimenting than really trying to go by the status quo of what we expect from Rolene you know I think she she also came with like more poppy feels, you know, more pop vibes, uh, more like some some stuff I could hear on radio type of feels. But at yeah. the same time, it didn't feel like it was big songs. You know what I'm saying? It didn't feel like album songs to me. It just felt like these are good. This is a good collection of records. Like maybe we'll throw in a mixtape. Maybe we'll just put out as a project, you know, um, but it was still good music. You know, I still really did enjoy it. I still felt like she was good with the vocals the songwriting was really good so as a project yes 11 11 i definitely enjoyed it yeah um when i first heard um stop as the single yeah i felt really good about the album i was like you know if this is what she's coming with then i'm happy you know um i feel like i didn't like the single but carry I feel on. Like, Didn't you? No, um, I like that. I feel like with uh, Stop and looking at like her previous singles from over the years, because I was saying the other mm-hmm. day, you know, I've been following obviously her career for some time now. And, you know, through like the EPs yes. that she's dropped, the evolution of a robot mixtape and all these things, you know, and I just always felt like um, some of the singles weren't as strong, you know, they were just... I don't even know, man. Um, they just felt out of place for some reason. But over the years, you know, um, when I think mm-hmm. about it now, it feels like she's been working towards this project, this moment. And 
you know, evolution of a robot um, was very experimental. Some things felt unfinished. Other things felt rushed. Other things were just overly produced. And it was quite long as well, like 20-something songs, I think it was. Whereas now, when she comes to the album, it's very concise. You know, it's like, what, how many songs? Is it 12 songs? 11 songs? It's like 12. Yeah, 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 might have been, actually been 11 or something, actually. Um, very concise. Um, yeah, it was 12. And um, in terms of, yeah, I was saying Stop is her strongest single to date. Um, and then obviously since then she's gone on to release. I don't know, man. That boy pie was fire. <laughs> Which <laughs> you one? You know what I'm saying? Like that lot. I think it was called Boy Bye. It was a single. Oh, I think it was from Evolution yeah, or Robot. But for me, like you see, this is that's the that's the Rolene. I guess I'm used to. You know, I'm used to more of an R and B focused Rolene. You know what I'm saying? I get it that you you should never just stay in one bag, but I feel like she just suits that more. Mm. You see, and the thing is, like I was saying, like for me, this is my first actual look into it. So when i listened to it i was like yo the pop bag is actually something that she can do Um, but like for me like one thing that i can applaud rolene on basically is her versatility because like even though you know this was mainly pop and kind of that upbeat kind of style Mm. the fact that i've heard her do r&b before and she's done well on that the fact that she hit on hip-hop beats and she's done well on that so i mean Mm -hmm. i can applaud her on her versatility um for me personally i enjoyed stop i just didn't understand um why there was two versions of stop yes. in the same project yes. i think you know like you could have had just the nasty version or just the one by yourself like it didn't it didn't add anything for me personally but you know it like it's a dope song nonetheless and i enjoyed the second part as well yeah i feel like you're right i feel like the nasty feature there like it's not that nasty did badly it just was it, w- it felt weird to to have the same songs you know different versions on the yeah. same album start and finish you know and then with the nasty feature as well it also felt a bit like you know what hey let's just put nasty in just to you know give it spice it didn't feel like he necessarily fit the song to me you know it just felt like eh, you know we need to put nasty on the project i don't know how you guys see it but that's kind of how i saw it but he he did okay it's like you know he still he still he still delivered but uh i don't know two versions of the songs like you say i don't think that should yeah, thing is, i would have i would have preferred either to be honest like either just put the one where it's by yourself or the one with nasty because i really did enjoy just how it kind of came together with nasty either way i said put but the like, nasty it just, word you know what i'm saying like what? it could have been either for me yeah mm. I, feel you. I think with the nasty thing um yeah creatively it's okay whatever but for the most part um with nasty being on this song it feels more of like a commercial move because if you're releasing an album and you're putting out singles, you want to get those numbers in, right? And so mm. business-wise, it just makes sense. Nasty had just dropped his album. He was hot, you know. I mean, he's always hot, but like he, he was like really, really scorching at that time. And then, you know, put him on your song, scorching. you're going to get the numbers. <laughs> it's just, it's simple mathematics, you get me? Um, so yeah, I think yeah. that was like the yeah. main driving, that was like the main driving decision or reason behind the, um, the nasty verse, um, like you said, yeah. you know, you could have done that. Either version is fine, um, but yeah, I like what you're saying, man. She's very versatile. That's another thing. You get me. Um, on this yeah, on this 100%. album, on this album, there's, there's about five like like R and B proper R and B songs. You know, about five of them, which is almost half the album, really. 
when you think about it. But would you, you know? say it was R and B? Look, um, look, look, look at the songs. Oh. Though. Look, 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 the songs I'm speaking about is um, look uh, at the songs like um, uh, like Sunday even, morning or what? Even creeping signs, creeping, um, peace of heaven, Sunday morning. Those are all five R and B songs. Uh, Literally R and B, like that's like proper R and B. I don't know if they. I don't know if they have their R. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give you even creeping. Like okay, I'm not saying they're not R and B. I'm just saying it feels more of. Doesn't feel like true to R and B to me. So well, some you, need of to, them, you need to remember you know, that. You need to remember that. I'm speaking. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm speaking contemporary R and B because the traditional R and B sound has, yeah, has changed over the years, right? And so we're not mm. gonna get. We're hardly gonna get someone singing like Monewa anymore, you know, in SA because that R and B sound has mm-hmm. evolved over time. You know, nowadays R and B sound, you know, has you know elements of like trap drums and things like that, and all these pop synths. But yes, it, like I the essence of I'm it just saying from a is R and B. So like five uh-huh. out of eleven songs were R and B, right? And then you have Stop and Stop okay. the Remix, which is basically like hip hop, and then you have that other, in my opinion, horrible song called Danger, which I just don't know what happened there. <laughs> Danger was fire. I wouldn't even lie. I like that. It felt. I, I think, it felt too Katy Perry twenty ten ish as well. Yeah, it just yeah, felt because twenty ten is kind of pop. It felt outdated what? to me. That it just felt outdated. Look, you see, okay, yes, I get it. It was, it was very pop. But you know what? The thing I like about a danger, it felt like something that people just can't really finesse in essay. You know, it felt like so proper to me. It felt like I didn't take it as I enjoy pop so much that I love this song. I took it as yo, this song is so well written. This song is delivered so well. This song is just like for a pop song, it's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like if I was a pop listener, I'd fuck with it. You know, heavy. But I see where you guys are coming from. Like, it is very poppy. It's very, like, uh, it's, It feels outdated. Radio yeah, for me personally, I just have to say... Little that girl vibes. <laughs> I just have to say that it's misplaced in the sense that, obviously, when we're talking about, like, the sequencing of the project, you have your even, which is very smooth. You have your creeping, which is very smooth. And then out of nowhere, danger comes up, and it just, like, it completely shifts it, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it throws you And then it goes back down to signs. Yeah, it literally goes back down to signs, which is a calm vibe as well. And then it moves into it. So, like, for me, it just felt very misplaced. Like, I think the the song Danger could have been re- released on its own, to be honest. Yeah. As, like, a pop single I or something I think they should like have that. taken... I should have take, taken one of the stop remixes off and then put that Danger shit, like, at the end, bonus the or end. something. You yes. know, something like it that. Should go at the end because it yeah. throws off the the sequencing of the album. Yes. Um, but I like the fact that, you know, Signs, um, Signs gets us back into like, you know, back on track again. But I just want to go back yeah. um, to that second song, Even. Um, I was speaking to Peter the other mm-hmm. day and I was telling him how Even sounds like, obviously it's a breakup song, right? But it sounds like a continuation of 143 that she did like almost two years ago, I think now. Yeah, that song was With so Nasty good, C. guys. One, four, three—that's yeah. probably the best Rolling song was, I've heard. Yeah. At the time, <laughs> that was my favorite Rolling song up until like this album. Now I'm not sure which one it is, but like you know, one, four, three was an incredible song, and it feels mm-hmm. like you know, in one, four, three she was falling in love, and now here on, on thing on even she's falling apart. You know, she even has the bars when she says, "When a heart breaks, it don't break even." Um, which reminds me of a lyric by the band called The Script from back in the day. Um, they literally had a song called Break Even. 
And one of the bars was, um, when a heart, because when a heart breaks, it don't break even, something like that, you know? And then from there, you move into Creeping, which is produced by Zucci. Um, the thing I liked about Creeping is that it shows Rolene as someone who's very in touch with like, uh, cl- uh, like classic R&B music. Um, because I don't know if you guys know this, but this song is basically like a direct reimagined version of Drew Hill's In My Bed. Drew Hill had a song back in the day, Cisco and them, and they had a song called mm-hmm. In My Bed. And it is literally, um, someone is, has been sleeping in my bed. That was like the hook, you know? Um, yes. uh, somebody's been sleeping in my bed. Somebody's been creeping, you know, in my in my head and or whatever, whatever. What she also and that's exactly what she was to. doing it almost felt like if just like mm. a female take on you know that Version. old song that classic song mm. you know um so i really appreciated the fact that you know she was able to show us where she comes from musically without making a song that sounds exactly like it's coming from the 90s you know it it was it felt it felt modern mm. it felt like her but we're still able to say, oh, Rolene, like you listen to Drew Hill and Cisco and them. Like you come from that era. That's that's mm. great. You get me? Yeah. So I really like that. See, that's yeah. where I, I align her to. I align her to that ilk of artist, you know, that Drew Hill era, that sort of, that real classic-y R&B vibe, you know. That's where Yeah, I, because even like Dwayne's one thing, like with this 1111 project, like her storytelling was top tier. Yes. That's one thing I can say because every song felt like a story i was invested like i was like i was selling i was telling c's the other day like i'm not a pop fan and for the majority of the album there was a lot of pop but like i was invested because of the storytelling and the way that she kind of brought through her message in each and every single song so like it captures you from the start to the finish so creeping is one example of that you know what i mean yes definitely i think her writing really helped with that because like on creeping it's just you know every everything she was saying made you like you said you felt engaged you felt like you're okay let me hear more of your story the way like her writing i, I don't know if she has help or if she writes herself but you know what's whatever but i just feel like she is that's one of the strongest things about Rolene, apart from her voice because of course Rolene has a voice of an angel but like her writing is so immersive you know what i'm saying i love that you know that's like yeah. you say that's what keeps me going to the next song okay what's what's next like this album was very easy it was very digestible you know even with the pop stuff because i feel like she carried it with her pen her, her vocals obviously you know pushed it to the top so yeah i, I definitely think as a songwriter really well structured she and is hmm. she is literally i think you know you can put it as one of the best in 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 her in her in her in her class. Um, in her field, yeah. That is, and I've always said this, you know. For me, when it comes to music, especially like R and B and whatever, I mm-hmm. always do that. This is like I do this like lyric test where, if I read your lyrics without listening to the actual song, I just read what you're saying, right, and. I connect yeah. with it. I feel something. I see what you're saying. Like I, I, it's very clear in my head. For me, that is good writing. Can because visualize. sometimes what happens is that we as listeners, we get so, you know, mesmerized by, by like the vocal acrobatics. And then we just, and then you forget about, you know, what's actually being said, you know? 
Yeah, yes. a person could be saying trash. The same way some of, say, that, no. some of these artists hide behind, like, they, they hide behind, like, these very um, great production, production songs, whatever, right? Mm. So when I, when I think of Rolene and her music, her pen is just so lethal, man. Like, her storytelling Crazy. is top tier. You get me? Like, it's very, very, very good. And that is one thing, Definitely. you know, we, no one can take away from her. Is that yeah when it comes to that man like yeah she is just damn near untouchable really you know a class a class with the writing with the pen yeah and yeah but yeah i actually have one thing to ask you guys basically because like this is the one thing that stuck out for me as well how did you feel about like omari's interlude because ah. i mean you know <laughs> in essence it's a big feature you know wait what I'm wait let me be honest let me be honest omari for me out of the maybe five, six interludes I've ever heard of this guy, like this yeah. was the worst one. I won't lie. To me personally, I felt like he could have done so much better, even with the topic at hand, with the eleven eleven sort of subject. I felt like he could have went in. You know, I've heard this guy go in, like go in. So for me, it was like, mm, I'm not saying it was terrible. Let me not <laughs> come out here and trash the bad, but it was just not. I don't, I don't feel like he dug into his bag because even on the he's he's uh. uh interlude on the nasty what's that song with ricky i forgot what it was called star is born or something yeah yeah like for me even that was it was it was fire because it felt so close to star is born yeah star is born it felt so close to the 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 topic at hand the subject matter you know this one it felt i don't know it felt like it was going all over the place to me yeah you know i don't know how you guys i mean i suppose you know um well for me personally i was like I like it was decent i mean he came through with some bars it was all good but like i just still felt like it was very misplaced that's why i mm. still i like like the sequencing because like you'll go from hypnotize hypnotizes like this very you know poppy electronic i don't know like you know what i mean like yeah. it's that kind of song and then now you're just going to omari and now obviously his interlude it changes the whole like vibe and atmosphere because it it, see, it it seems very dark in a sense yes it, um, how does it go from afro beat pop you know vibe what i mean to this so, dark like yo look in the mirror i'm shivering I'm like what you are you talking about mean? bro and then <laughs> like one thing that i was telling c's um the other day is that you know when it comes to this project as a whole it's called 1111 but for majority of the project the subject matter is around love i'd say they're only like three songs like make a wish mm. um stop the interlude where it's different subject matter more relating to the 11 11 thing but i think like for me personally i think that could have been the perfect like intro to this album if we put omari's interlude at the start because like it just didn't fit in with the way that the music was kind of coming together if we put omari's interlude at the start and then put stop afterwards and then the rest i think it would have come across as different yeah sequencing is key definitely yeah um with with omari's interlude you know when you look at the song before that it is hypnotize hypnotize is very like afrobeat-esque you know yeah yeah. and so if you remove omari's interlude over there you have peace of heaven peace of heaven is just like this big ass ballad and so i Mm. think what they were trying to do there they were trying to like build a bridge between like the upbeat stuff moving now because getting to the end of the album let's dial it back down again but then let's put the interlude as like the bridge right as like the transition because that's what interludes are made for anyway yeah. most of the time 
that I think that's what they were going for. It's just that yeah, for some it's reason through the album too. For some reason it it just didn't yeah, I don't know. It just felt a bit off. And maybe having it at the yeah, beginning could have been could have been better for the album. I really don't know. Um We would have overlooked but it. But yeah, more you know, if after that yeah, you know, after that, like so. you said, you get you know you get um Peace of Heaven, which, you know, for me that was like my first favorite song when I was listening to the album um as a whole when it first dropped. But like before I get into that, like I want to go back to eleven eleven theme thing. Um mm-hmm. I think and you know, I'm just speaking for her here. I'm just assuming. I don't I don't really think like the title of the album had much to do had a lot to do with like the actual like theme, like overarching theme of yeah. the actual of the al- uh, of the of the album, right? I think Eleven Eleven, she's been, you know, playing with this thing for two years now, right? It's just been her thing of like Eleven Eleven and wanting her album to be that, you know. She has, you know, talked about what it means to her, why that is such a significant um, combination of numbers to her and all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, then you do have like song like Make a Wish or whatever, where it's like a literal direct um, reference to 1111, same as the interlude as yeah. well. But beyond that, really... Um, but Make a Wish is also another one which is a lot is going on, right? Is it even really a song? No, it's yeah. it's an outro. Remember, remember that technically, yeah. Make a Wish is an outro. So it's like imagine, yeah. imagine, imagine like the credits of a movie, right? That's why she has all her yeah. friends speaking. It's like how J. Cole did. He, yeah, yeah, imagine it. That yeah. So Make a Wish, it's it, it's not even like a real song, really. You know, I mean, she does come with the harmonies at the it's end, but it's more like yeah. roll roll credits kind of thing. This is the end of the movie now, guys. Thank you for coming. You get me? Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. Um, that's how I saw it. Um, the th- the themes of the album it's really about um, it feels like the end of a relationship you know like or mm-hmm. or like like the midpoint because Sunday morning is like the midpoint of a relationship we're like at, at the peak and then after that everything just starts to mm-hmm. like you know slowly dissipate and, and, and crumble because most of the songs besides like um, yeah. like I said Sunday morning is like the true love you know jam on this album the other songs, you know, creeping, even these are like, yo, like she's going through it here, guys. You get me? And yeah. so it, it it really felt like an album um depicting the end of relationship more than just an album, you know, talking about, you know, the good the good side of love and you know and whatever, whatever. Yeah. So in that sense But Sunday morning was beautiful, guys. No lie. That was a One highlight. Thing I have to play. That was that a was really, a really good song. Yes. The way the way those two coll- actually no, it sees I'm interrupting. My bad. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, carry on. Carry I, was on. Just I just realized I was going like, off. Is that like you know when when I take all those things in, into consideration, to me this album felt like it was well thought out in terms of stories and themes. You know, she didn't try like jump mm-hmm. to too many themes because even like, with like the upbeat stuff. The subject matter was still sticking to you know the narrative of the album and the themes of the album you get me mm-hmm. um so that's what i'm saying as like a debut man i feel like all those other trial and errors she was doing in like the previous projects they finally you know you took um shape in this album um mm-hmm. so it was really just really good to see you know how 
like she's grown over the years you know and then obviously yeah. sunday morning i mean come on now what yeah what? No, that one there beautiful top what? beautiful top and i was and i was telling yeah. these days like it was one of those collabs where like it's not even where they went off on their nah. own tangents like they both did different things yeah. like they literally sang the same lyrics together, together. Exactly. but somehow like it literally elevated everything and it made it just something different that like, felt like i really world enjoyed class, that bro. and i haven't like you you don't really get duets like that where yes. people are literally singing the exact same thing and then somehow they elevated and an make old the song school sound. theme do you know what that you reminds what I mean? me of that reminds me of you see like i was actually gonna say with make a wish you see how the song starts there or, or just that uh, uh whole track starts i think like it had this uh you know you know those songs like back in the days you heard in like disney movies or something the way she was attacking it the way she was approaching it it just had this sort of disney-esque you know yeah. uh, a feel and even when you go back to that that song right there sunday morning it's like that's another element i feel like is in uh, or, or kind of you know is like a disneyish thing because you know in those songs they would there's always like duets so a female and a male singing together and yeah. you know just just bringing their words together but not singing different lyrics they sing the same thing you know uh i think you know i like that 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 layering of the album it felt like like you say a story a fairy tale if you will you know what i'm saying um and I think yeah, we just we just need more of that in R and B as well. Like in modern day R and B, like people actually doing the duet thing, but on a and new ballads, yeah, exactly well. the ballads. You know, I think that should come back, even if it's you know we apply some trap drums here and there or whatever you want to do. Eight oh eight, get that exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I feel like that that vibe is is, is something is which is important. You know, in R and B still, which should be brought back a lot more. Yeah it's this song feels like sunday morning literally feels yes. like a song he play or it feels like what your sunday morning look like when you when you like imagine mm. a perfect sunday with like your your partner your sunday mornings bro not mine your that's, sunday, mor- that's like, sunday mornings like that that's what this song feels like <laughs> it feels it feels very it feels very intimate you know yeah um it feels like I'm eavesdropping or like I'm peeping through mm. the window of like this couple that's just, you know, enjoying their Sunday morning together, like dancing in the, in, in the lounge while they're cooking breakfast or whatever the case may be. Like, that's how intimate the song feels. See what CZB on with this girl, bro. <laughs> it feels... CZB dancing with this girl in the lounge. <laughs> no, like I'm just... Like, it, 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 it made me imagine like a scene, you know, like I was saying, Rolene is very yeah. good at conjuring up these images, you know, in our heads. Definitely. And that's what Definitely. this that's what this made me feel. You get me? Um mm. it's so well written. And very. um it doesn't feel cringe, you know, like it's a duet, it's mm. very nice, it feels effortless, it doesn't feel forced. Everything just feels like it's in place it's where it's supposed to be yeah they didn't try to go crazy with it that's what i like no. they just it was like a natural thing it felt, it felt just easy natural and calm. Like, Yo, it let's felt do easy this. exactly and excuse exactly. the pun but it felt easy like a sunday morning shout out for sure <laughs> 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 <Should I> kiss? <laughs> yeah no <laughs> it felt easy like yeah, a sunday morning real. you hear me 
Um, but guys, can I ask? Here's a thing. Here's a, just a little thing I have with this album. I feel like the way this album was structured, there was supposed to be a big single. Do you feel like there was a big single on this album? Like I just felt like with the with the shots or the shooting for singles, I feel like she was trying to catch one somewhere. You know? Do you feel like there's one that 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 has that energy? Like yo, this song could really. I mean, it has been a while now, I guess, since the the, the project has dropped. But what has that element or vibe? Well, it depends. I don't know. I think man. for me, it was, oh yeah, like for me, I think Stop is definitely. But it was already a single prior, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, but I think like you know like your hypnotize, mm. um, which has that Afro beats kind of thing. I think that's one of those that could have been you know like yeah. bigger or it is big because I think there's a video for it as well, okay. and then Sunday morning as well because Sunday morning also has a video. So yeah, I saw the video. For I think time. like those ones, those tracks basically. But I don't think necessarily there was supposed to be one that we catch. But like a smash. You know, there are there are you know singles that are there that people can kind of carry off for themselves. You know. Mm, mm. Yeah, um, it just depends on what you are looking for as a consumer because we've established that in an essay there is a lack of appreciation for R&B in most cases in the mainstream, right? And so a song like Sunday Morning, if people are really serious, that should be the biggest song ever. Right, because it is a perfect it song. Should be definitely. You get me. Definitely. And so I feel like what I like about Rolene here is that, to me, stuff feels like the only song that that felt like she was aiming for that hit. Right. Everything else, if it be. But if what it, about the other pop like Danger? Like, don't you feel like those are reaches? Like Danger, Hypnotize, like that's also. Nah, like, they also. Da- danger, like, Danger, mm. yes, definitely. But Hypnotize, not so much yeah. because. Um, this sound is common right now. Like it's not, it's not like, yeah, you know, no, true, it's, true. it's there. And Apple so hypnotize is going to be, a, it's going to, it's going to be a big song, you know, it will just mm-hmm. by default, just because of the so way that's it is. That's the one you would say. Yeah. You know, hypnotize is the so one. Sunday morning and hypnotize, I feel like they're the ones, you know, which can like really go all the way for her. And, you know, yeah. um, if she just wants to do something that is still true to her as a single, then she can go with creeping or something like that, you know, just take it back to like the R&B vibes again. Um, I feel like creeping production wise, Zushi does well over there. So it'll appeal a bit more to like, um, it'll be more accessible, not just to like the niche R&B consumers because sonically it transcends the R&B boundary. Right. And so I would say, after hypnotize, you can go creeping and then just wrap it up. There's no need to be doing like five other singles um, for this album. Mm, you know, mm, I feel like mm. the album itself was only 11 songs technically. And so there's no need for us to like stretch it and try to do six singles and whatnot. I mean, if you have the they budget to do, actually you know, if she has the budget, then she, yeah. Um, so it's one of those things, you know, as I feel like, and I like the fact that it does, like I said, it doesn't feel like there was too many of those moments where it felt like she was trying, you know, to reach for that, mm. for that, for that single. Everything that's happening yeah. is happening organically right now. You know, people are gravitating towards the music because it's good, not because it feels forced on us. And I really yeah. like that about it. So Definitely. I'm going to give, I'm going to give her the credit for that. No, for sure. For sure. I think like you say, I, I feel like it felt very natural 
for the most part you know nothing felt too like oh this is like i see the reach i'm 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 just coming from the perspective as i feel like just with listening through it i feel like there was some songs that maybe she felt like they could go but then as well that could just be the vibe of the song as well you know maybe it's just that energy but yeah definitely good project good project um yeah the production kind you have to highlight that the production was flawless here yes yeah nah the production was good production good production i enjoyed a lot of it any hot takes uh Mm? any hot takes my hot take is 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 i think this is a mixtape not an album just how i consume it it didn't feel like an album i don't know why it just didn't feel like an album to me but dope project nonetheless Long. Are we saying hot takes for this for this in specific? Yeah. Or just general hot takes. For this. Um, I think I think for me, hot takes I'd have to say if the sequencing was different, it probably would have taken this album up even more, to be honest. Mm. I mm. think if it was actually like if it was not necessarily ordered the way that I see it or whatever, but like if I feel like if there was more time into you know sequencing and where we're gonna put the song and here and there then mm. i think it definitely would have come out as an even better project um than what it is now yeah now nah, i feel you and there's one one more hot take i have uh, i think it's track nine which was you on you i felt like was a dope vibe but it needed a feature it needed like a male uh melodic esque rapper or singer you know who's in that hip-hop vibe or something like that like a techo or you know something like that i just feel like that song could have used you know a a another melodic presence on it uh, a male melodic presence on it because it, it feels like a song which could be you know going back and forth uh between uh the woman and the man on the track so yeah other than that yeah i think that's all good and though mari obviously like we said just putting that at the beginning might have been better the interlude um and yeah. taking this taking one of the stop remix um one of the stop uh, versions off and just leaving one there yeah all right then yeah um my final thoughts on this album it was a very decent offering as a debut project as a debut album sorry um i think for you Dre's, um i don't know mm-hmm. maybe I feel like it was a sequencing that three or for the most part. Yeah, the way probably. you speak, the way you speak about yeah. the songs, the songs are good, and so I feel like if it yeah. was, if they were just to like sequence the songs better, it'll give us a stronger narrative um, to drive the for album. Sure. So I think so. I guess it's not a bad thing, you know, because the songs are at least nah. good. It's just a matter of like the, it's just like the technicalities of it all, really. So yeah. that makes sense. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I, I was really happy with this. Um, you know, like I said, seeing her, you know, from like back in the day to where she is now, it's growth. It's been steady growth. And, um, yeah, man, I think she's done well for herself so far. And the team that she has, obviously, you know, Torax and them, shout out to them. Um, they put yeah. her more at the forefront as well. I like that. They push her yeah. more. Yeah um yeah. it's really dope to see man it's really really dope to see so Rolene, if you ever listen to this um 
Yeah, shout out. We for love you. you. Shout out to you for the album. <laughs> shout out. Um, this was a, this was we a really you, this was a, a really good body of work, man. Um, yeah, you know, like I'm a fan. And, I'm a fan yeah, already. So, she's gonna say something as well. Okay. Um, we out Rolene, of time, if you bro. ever listen to this, <laughs> if you ever listen to this, you know, um, Dwayne was speaking about that that male presence on you on you. Ooh. So you know, if you need somebody, just hit me up. Um, I'm saucy with the melodies, saucy Ooh. with the lyrics. So you know, I can I can pull up. You 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 know you know the guys. So you just gonna fight up. you, bro. And then it's gonna nah, fight I just want a feature, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a feature. But yeah, you know, you can hit me up. I'm saucy with it. And yeah, it's all good. Oh, yeah. Shout out though. Good project. Shout out. Seize. All right. Wrap yeah. us up. Rolene, um, shout out to you, aka Rolene, Row Row. Shout out to you and your fans. Guys, the we've, we've shouted out her enough. Guys, <laughs> can we just wrap out? <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're still listening, um, that means we really miss with the show. We really miss with you. Um, my name has been CZ Ray, a.k.a. The Guy But Nothing, a.k.a. Him Still Over There. I was not alone. I was with Still my there. brethren, Brilo My Just and Prince Dwayze. Until next time, yes, peace and love. Deuces. Boom.